Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's really designed to help you take your business to the next level. Needless to say, in unprecedented and challenging times, taking your business to the next level may mean, quite frankly, just kind of making it through these stormy waters. It might mean just really surviving, not necessarily moving the business and growing forward. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I think is really, I think, important, and the title of, of the session is really focused on the new normal. This podcast series is produced by my friends at Surefire Local, a leading digital marketing group, as well as supported by Professional Remodeler, as well as the National Association of the Remodeling Industry. So as I said, today I want to talk about the new normal. Now, needless to say, there's a lot of language, there's a lot of words that have been tossed around as a result of this, and one of them is, is in fact, this notion of the new normal. You know, as I've really reflected on this term and kind of thought back and even listened to some of the people talking about, you know, how do we compare the times that we're in right now to the past? Certainly, we've gone through every 10 years some sort of economic challenge, but I think the nature of kind of this perfect storm of what we're experiencing today in terms of the economy as well as in terms of the uh, virus uh it really is is very, very unprecedented in so many ways, and it's come on us so fast that I think it's really going to leave an impression that this concept of the new normal is, in fact, going to become the reality. After the Great Depression in the late 20s, you know, those people that lived through that, that left a... Foot, uh, thumbprint on kind of their memories that really dramatically changed how they thought and how they did and how conservative they were in terms of their approaches. I believe at least you can look at this new normal of what we've experienced in this literally within this last couple of months, I think in a, in a similar way. So as we think about new normal, I want to unpack it in really three different ways for you really briefly. But then I'm going to talk about five different components of areas you need to think about when it relates to your business with this new normal. The first is the phrase, and many of you have heard it on the podcast that you listen to, is this whole notion of change or become irrelevant. Your need to change. Change is no longer an option. You need to adjust and change or you will become irrelevant. I think there's many out there that are going to go back two or three steps, not necessarily because they're better or worse, but because they're not adjusting and changing. Change or it becoming irrelevant is not only important certainly to you and your clients, but it's also important to the business and your family as well. The second is, I think many of the old ways will die. You know, I have a lot of conversations with folks that are oftentimes talking about getting back to the old ways, getting back to normal, not the new normal, but back to normal. I think many of the old ways that we have out there will in fact change, and those that were good will become average. Those that were average are going to become poor. So, Old ways will die, and similar to the notion of changing, if in fact you're just adopting your old ways or you're waiting for things to get back to the old ways, I think you might need to adjust your mindset. 
And the third, I think back to one of the themes within my business many years ago was uh, being in the wave. I think this new normal and how you adopt and how you adjust to the new normal, being in the wave, I think is really important. It's happening very fast, but you don't want to be too far ahead of the wave. Otherwise, it'll crash on you. If you're behind the wave, you're going to fall short. So you really have to kind of think about the pace and cadence as you introduce, I think, a lot of the new themes and what the new normal is. So let's just talk about the five parts. The five parts I want to talk about today are the consumer, the whole notion of health and safety, the business models, going virtual, and you. So let's just talk about the consumer. The consumer for many years has wanted to wanted to c- control the process. That's typically what's happening out there. They want to control not only what they're buying, how they're buying, the level of transparency. I think the new normal is going to be they're going to gain and have more control of the process. This whole notion of the consumer kind of working at home and working virtually, working remotely is going to become more normal, not abnormal. Therefore, their lifestyle in terms of how they're going to approach things, I think is going to be very different. It's going to be much more accepted. The flexibility and how they'll really control their own time is going to be different in terms of the boat. There'll even be, I think, spaces within the house that are going to change. You know, the notion of having Zoom rooms or having ADUs that are really used not only for families, but used for offices that are literally out on their site so that they can have a different kind of lifestyle. The family dynamic, I think, is also likely to change. We've been forced because of the situation to have a different family dynamic. And I think many people are starting to wake up and saying, you know, this is something that needs to continue. I need to stay engaged with not only my immediate family, but also through different types of technology, other uh, branches of my family and friends as well. I think the whole notion, too, that when they go about finding you and choosing you, I think is even going to change. I think they're going to look for companies that are more engaged in the community, companies that through these these uh, difficult times really were part of making it a better place for the community and not necessarily just offers and advertising. I also think the consumer is going to care about some different things. I know many years ago I had Kohler on a panel and they were talking about the percentage of homeowners that were germaphobes. And at that time it had increased quite a bit up to about 50% of the homeowners considered themselves germaphobes. I think that number is going to go way up and therefore what the consumer is going to care about moving forward I think is going to, in large part, be tied into the germs and the health and the safety just as much as many of the aesthetics. And that really leads me to number two, and that's the whole health and safety. I think the way that you're going to look at other team members, the way we're going to communicate with each other, we're going to filter it through health and safety. We're going to care about very fundamental things when it comes to, you know, washing our hands and how we interact with each other, I think, moving forward. The whole A to Z process is going to take into account, is this a healthy 
is this a safe process, not only for your team, but your alliances and for the, the consumer as well? I think when you choose suppliers and subcontractors, health and safety is going to be part of the criteria of who you look at. The site, I think the site itself, in terms of sterilization centers, in terms of uh, protocol, in terms of instructions of exactly what you expect when it comes to health and safety, the air scrubbers filtering out those those uh, those germs within the construction site. I truly believe today even some companies out there, the construction sites are even healthier than, let's say, a doctor's office is based on all the protocol that's being done. I think even having wash stations and having people really check in and really acknowledge that, yes, in fact, they meet the safety standards before they can actually work. The actual equipment that's going to be used, I think, when it comes to health and safety, and certainly even the materials that are specified, I think the health and safety of those materials are going to become even more important. Number three on my list of this new normal is the business models themselves. Obviously, how we're interacting with each other and and how we do business is going to change leveraging a lot of technologies. This notion of, you know, technology will revolutionize the, the industry. It's got a whole new definition, I think, of revolutionizing the industry today in terms of really leveraging all the different texting, the virtual Zoom, all the different kind of ways that we're hooking together. But also, I think, in the business models... Uh, we're going to find also different ways that we're going to be doing things in addition to uh, the selling and marketing processes. We're going to find that there's different ways that we can leverage technologies and measuring and doing different kinds of tools. But also the projects themselves. I think projects, for example, that again are focused on what the consumer wants, focus on health and safety. For example, bathrooms, I think, are going to become even a bigger, bigger, more important part, not necessarily just because of the aesthetics, but also in terms of all the other elements of health and safety and germs and sterility and all those things that are important. I also think the small projects are going to become really, really important. I think homeowners have been staying home and then looking at the details. And I think those business models that just almost automatically include handyman services or small projects into their blend and their mix, I think it's going to be really important. I also think there's going to be a sensitivity to, I think, certainly the planet and sensitivity to energy-related kind of things moving forward. That's always been kind of a hot topic, but it goes up and down depending on certainly the energy cost and all that. But I think that's going to become the more new normal that people are just kind of just kind of expect much, much more energy and, and sustainable focus within the decisions. I think the aging in place, either tied into the ADUs or tied into even the materials and the selections, I think are going to become more important because the homeowner is going to say, you know, I need to control my living environment moving forward, and I don't want to be forced to have to move out. Number four on my list is going virtual. Now, I have this as a specific one because I think this really, really is dramatically changing. You know, I think the client moving forward, your team, your alliances, those companies that really 
push and get into this new dialect, this new language, this new vehicle of going vir- virtual are going to be the winners. Though that those that gravitate back to the old ways are going to be the losers. And I think at the end of the day, you're going to look at the effectiveness and the operational excellence and even the consumer's going to make their decisions based on your ability to be more virtual rather than high touch. So there's going to be many elements to that. I think the way that you'll be able to understand and generate the leads within your organization are really going to leverage a lot more of the digital marketing, a lot more of the technology. I think the whole selling process and interacting process with the client, you know, we're going to keep the cars off the road more than we did in the past. So people will appreciate and have more acceptance to doing things virtually rather than having you sit at the kitchen table when it comes to the selling process. Even in production, you know, I've worked with many client, uh, many uh, uh, contractors right now who actually are finding a lot of success doing site meetings more virtually today with using, you know, simple kind of technologies with FaceTime and Skype, you know, doing virtual tours of what's going on, taking photographs, sending them back and forth. All those things can be done, I think, more virtually. Also, organizationally, your team, I think, is going to have an acceptance of different cadence and pace of meetings that can be done more virtually. One-on-one meetings that are done virtually. Your meetings, for example, with the individual departments, uh, this, you know, shorter Uh, faster meetings, the all-hands meetings being done on a regular basis from remote locations. All these kind of things, I think, are going to be affected as as you're moving forward and going to become more the new normal in going virtual. Number five on my list of things to just to touch on uh, when it comes to this new normal is how it's you. I think you're going to look at the world, you're going to look at your business, you're going to look at your family, you're going to look at your life differently in the future than you did before the virus and before we had this challenge. So what do I mean mean by that? You know, let's just start with you in the community. You know, we've always looked at, I think, our product and service in such a way, much more about the tasks and and the transactions that we do. But I think moving forward, you're going to become more of a leader in the community. You're going to think every day, what can I do to make this a better place, not just for my clients, but also the community? How can I make my team feel more part of the community. And I think that community perspective is going to have a big influence. I think the second thing is you have been forced to hunker down. You've been very busy. You are very busy, but you've been forced to hunker down. But I think you're going to become even more of a student of success. You know, you've had to push the timeout button here, and you've had an opportunity possibly to read more, to listen to more podcasts, to actually listen to more webinars and different subjects. I think your technology acumen and your your ability to focus on that is going to become greater. I think your skills, for example, uh, within the your your team and the people skills are the level of empathy that you're going to have with your team, and certainly your coach seeing yourself as much as a coach as a as much uh, as a boss. So I think you're going to find I think that you're going to be more a student of these things, and those that are going to make it through are going to be better. And really the last thing I think when it comes to you is finding that kind of balance, 
that balance between professional and the personal, the balance in your time, the balance in terms of really your own kind of fulfillment and joy in what you're doing. I think this new normal that we're talking about is going to include a lot more of the balance. And because I think hopefully you've found over the course of the last two, three months, this kind of gift of time that you've been able to find and kind of get out and smell the roses again, get more engaged with people in different kind of ways, I think you're going to find more balance and that balance is going to result, I think, in a, in a lot more fulfillment. So again, I want to thank everybody, certainly for all the hard work that everybody's doing, all the charitable things that people are doing in the communities. I also want to thank those that support this podcast series, certainly many, many of my friends, my friends at Engage, my friends at Marlamar, my friends at Service Finance, all my friends with Professional Remodeler, Neri, and certainly those that produce this show with Surfire Local. So Again, just think in terms of don't go back to the old ways. Think about the new normal, and I think you're going to take your business to the next level. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to Remodeling Mastery by Mark G. Richardson, produced by Surefire Local. Over 50,000 people have listened to Mark's podcast series specifically for home improvement businesses. You can subscribe to this podcast on any mobile phone using iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.